This is Rhema for Today. She said, pray the Lord of the harvest that he'll send forth labor. You pray that I'll send someone across his pathway who can. I know who can. Somebody said, well, why hadn't he already done it? John Wesley said, it seems that God is limited by our prayers of what he can do on the earth. So I did that, just sitting right there. I said, all right. I, can't. I mean, that was real revelation to me, boys. I mean, it just disrupted a lot of my thinking and praying and got me over on another place. Please. And I said, Lord, send somebody. The Lord of the harvest, send somebody across his path. I don't know who, you know who. Send someone across his pathway. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. That's what Jesus said. He said that in Luke 10, 2. He also said that in the end of the ninth chapter of Matthew. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. Now, if you want to pray for someone who's lost, say, Lord, send someone to them. Send someone to minister to them. Because, see, they can't be saved without it. The Bible said God's ordained that men should be saved through the foolishness of preaching. I tell sometimes, you know, about my uncle, my mother's only brother. And I'd come by to visit Mama, and Mama said, Pray for Uncle Larry. Now, Uncle Larry, you know, when he was younger, he had, he had uh, been in church and so on and so forth. But he married when he was 19 years old. And uh, it's, it's, it's bad sometimes to not get the right kind of a person to put spiritual things first. His wife influenced him greatly, and he never went to church again in his life. Didn't have a Bible in the house. Five children born in the home, raised five children. Not one single time did one of those children ever see a Bible while they were growing up. That is, in, in their home. I'm sure they saw a Bible somewhere. Not one single time were they ever taken to church or Sunday school. Not one single time. Well, you can readily understand then that those children, with no godliness and no God in their life, no training, when they grew up and got grown, created all kinds of problems for them. All kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. And, and, and cost him thousands upon thousands of dollars. You know, he hated to see them. You know, any, any parents would hate to see some of the children go to the penitentiary. He'd pay them out. And he'd had so much problem until Mama said, uh, pray for him, you know. She said, uh, she hadn't seen him, but she said, you know, he's going through some problems with some of them and said, they tell me that he's lost so much weight until it, it, you wouldn't even recognize him if you saw him. Well, she had said that to me and I went on to town to tend to some of my business and then I was driving, actually heading back towards my town 15 miles away and as I approached someone, you know, I was driving down the street, someone walking down the sidewalk, I, I said to myself, looking from the back, that, uh, I, that looks like Uncle Larry walking there. I'll just stop, you know, and now he had a car, but he just walked to get exercise, walked to and from work. He's vice president of one of the banks there in the city. And, and, and so I started to slow down, you see, and pick him up, because I said from the back, it walked like I'm going, I forgot Mama said he didn't. 
you know, when I got, that he didn't look like himself. When I got beside him, looked at him, I didn't recognize him. See, I hadn't seen him. So I didn't recognize him, so I just went on. See, because he looked like a stranger to me. I, I mean, he must have lost at least 40 to 50 pounds. His face looked haggard, and, and he just didn't look like it. And I remember I, I drove about two blocks beyond him, and, and, and I remember it, it suddenly dawned on me. Mama said, well, they say he don't even look like himself. Doesn't look like himself. And I said, that was him. I, I, I know that walk, as, you know, as I approached from the back. That, 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 that was him. And then I remember with tears, I was driving, you know, down the street. Just, I just cried out. Nobody in the car me. I cried out with tears out loud. Oh, God, save Uncle Larry, see. And when I said that, it's like somebody was sitting in the back seat said, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and I looked back there, and I, I actually whipped my car over to the side of the street and, and stopped. There wasn't a curb there, and you could just pull off on the side, you know. And, and, and I actually got up and saw, I thought somebody got down behind the seat and sort of mocking me. Something got in the car. There wasn't anybody back there. And I sat there and I said, dear Lord, that, what do you, that was you who spoke to me. What, what do you mean? And that's when he said to me. Because, see, I'd been fasting and praying for him at different times, you know, for 15 years. <laughs> if it ever affected him any, I couldn't tell it. And so I said, uh, well, what do you mean? Well, he said, I've already, you know, I, I, that's what I'm trying to do is save him. I've already... Jesus already come, already shed his blood. The harvest is out there. He said, that's when he said to me, nowhere in the New Testament does it tell you to pray for the lost to be saved. I said, what? Man, that came to such a shock to me, you know. I thought, dear Lord, dear Lord, you know. Almost sounds sacrilegious. You know, we get so religious ourselves sometimes. We think we're so spiritual. We're not. We're just religious. <laughs> come on now. And I said, uh, what am I going to do? And he said, I said, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest to send forth the laborers. Pray. You couldn't talk to him. He wouldn't listen to you. Very often they won't. Kinfolk won't. That's what the Lord said to me. He, he wouldn't listen to you. You can't talk to him. You pray. She said, pray the Lord of the harvest that he'll send forth labor. You pray that I'll send someone across his pathway who can. I know who can. Somebody said, well, why hadn't he already done it? John Weston said, it seems that God is limited by our prayers what he can do on the earth. So I did that, just sitting right there. I said, all right. I, can't, I mean, that was real revelation to me, boys. I mean, it just disrupted a lot of my thinking and praying and got me over on another place. Playing. And I said, Lord, send somebody. The Lord of the harvest, send somebody across his path. I don't know who, you know who. Send someone across his pathway that he'll listen to. It wasn't 10 days until I saw Mama again and Mama said that, you know, said so-and-so mentioned somebody. Talked to Uncle Larry. He went out and bought him a Bible, and he's going to church now. In fact, he joined a church there close to his home, Baptist Church, about a block and a half away. I mean, time I prayed that prayer, I'd been praying off and on and fasting some, as much as three days at a time, for 15 years and nothing. I prayed that one prayer, and 10 days I got results. Now, Why? Well, not only was I abiding in Christ, but his word was abiding in me. I'm praying according to the word of God. Now, you see, I, I think here's what I want you to see is that healing, like salvation, because it's in God's same plan, belongs to us. It's ours. As far as God's concern, 
You know, just like salvation. As far as, you know, I'm looking at it from the mind of God now. As far as God's concerned, that man's already saved. It's just a matter of getting somebody to him to reap the harvest, praise God, to get him to accept what belongs to him. As far as God's concerned, really, you're already healed. Because, see, God remembers when he laid your sickness and disease on Jesus. As far as Jesus is concerned, you're already healed. See, that's what you've got to get people to believe. As far as Jesus is concerned, you're already healed. Jesus remembers when he took your infirmities and bare your sicknesses. As far as the Holy Ghost is concerned, you are already healed. Because the Holy Ghost inspired Peter, bless God, to write, 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes you were, that's past tense, isn't it, were healed. As far as the Word of God is concerned, you are already healed. Now, remember earlier I talked about taking sides against the Word or taking sides with the Word. Well, and if I keep saying I'm not healed, then I'm taking sides against the Word, am I not? Huh? What I must do is take sides with the Word, or better yet, side in with the Word of God. Side in with the Word. By whose stripes ye were. Notice that it says, were healed. Notice it did not say, by whose stripes you're going to be healed. See, a lot of times people say, well, I believe I'm going to be healed sometime. You know, that's not believing. That's not Bible believing, at least. Really, you call it believing, but really that's hoping. Are you listening? But see, you never hope for anything that you possess or have. If I believe what the Bible says, then I believe that we were healed. That's what I want you to believe. By whose stripes you were healed. See, Peter is looking back to Calvary and to the sacrifice of Christ. I was healed then. I accept that now. God laid on him our sicknesses and our diseases. He bore them. He was stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted with your diseases and with your sicknesses. Therefore, Satan has no right to put on you what God put on Jesus. See, someone may say, well, it may be the will of God for me to be sick. We keep running into that again and again. God may get some glory out of my being sick, more glory out of me being sick than if I was well. Well, what right? would God have to put your sickness on Jesus if he wanted you to keep bearing it? Are you listening to me? He wouldn't have any right to do that because there wouldn't be any need for both of you to bear it. And because he bore it, thank God you're free. You're free. All of God's blessings, now write this down, it'll help you. All of God's blessings and provisions are conditional. All of God's blessings and provisions are conditional. 
He gives us his word to let us know what conditions must be met in order for us to receive these blessings or these provisions. They won't just fall on us automatically. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagan's book entitled How to Fulfill Your Destiny. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's newly released DVD, This Is the Day. The last item is the study guide, Foundations for Faith, all for the price of $45. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We always say we want to thank you for helping us to bring hope, heaven, and healing. Well, actually, we have something we call word partners. Yes. And somebody said, well, what is a partner? Well, it's somebody that prays for us on a regular basis mm-hmm. and somebody that sends in an offering at least once a month to help support Raymond. <clears throat> Whatever you can afford to send extra to us once a month to help us to support Raymond, that's what a word partner club member is. If you'd like to know more about it, just go to rhema.org forward slash WPC tells you all about it and that's how you can become a word partner Monday Kenneth E. Hagan will start a new and powerful series that's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan have a great weekend